2: The numbers
3: told the story. They always do. Swan one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN.
4: Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Bitlin, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Uh, live from Bar Canada at the D. And Kelly is going to have his uh, NBA alternate season win totals thoughts a little later on the show.
5: I am very excited. That's right. Yeah, yeah. In the NBA guide, out now. Get it at com
4: Slash subscribe? Or no, slash. VEASAN.com slash. said
5: get it at VEASAN.com. Okay. If you, you, if you go there, you'll find it.
4: <laughs> New York Mess 16. We get tweets at Beanie of the Book. New York Mess 16. So Matt Brown is going to finally try the field goal on Friday the 13th.
5: Do you know how much planning and <laughs> scheduling Bookie. I've been doing for this, and I never put together that it was Friday the 13th we were doing it on? It is, uh, it is pretty interesting.
4: Yeah. Yeah. By the way, tons of uh, tons of tweets on all kinds of subjects, and again, uh, uh, you know, a couple of them, a couple of them, like Cleve Ta was brought into one, like, oh no, Gil took Survi- Gil-, Gil took Washington and Survivor. I would have provided him with this. Again, it's like uh, We're gonna we're gonna disagree on this forever. I get it. Some people would just like to survive to survive. That ain't how I play the game.
5: It's also like one of the ultimate. I mean almost anything we say on here when it comes to bets or whatever yeah. we'll try to give you advice at the end of the day it's advice, it's you, advice. Put, you you play it you however want. you want to play that's it. That's exactly yeah, it's right. Your don't, money I'm not going to tell you how don't, to bet it.
4: Don't let me influence you. Uh, cuz yeah like Scotty B like, I, I respectfully disagree I'd rather I'd rather survive. I'm like no that's not that wasn't my circumstance because my yep. circumstance with my two remaining entries happened to be the chalky McChalkerson ones. So, again, and I'll say it one more time if I had taken Miami or Detroit, which were the, uh, the two obvious plays to make, Detroit has Thanksgiving considerations. Also, the week before Thanksgiving, you might need Detroit. Miami, the more uh, I was going to need them next week anyway. So for me, there really wasn't a choice, and again, it's not. People then immediately toggle to, "Oh, you didn't see that they might have lost this game? Are you kidding me? (laughs) This is uh, I'm a Washington fan. I saw this years before you were even born uh, with Washington. So it's it's just that's just how it is, and you have to be, again, okay with that moving forward. I I just it's funny how some people react to it, Um, and just. Everybody's so so nice about it too, because a lot of people are like, "Oh, I hope you didn't do it." Um, so thank you to everybody for that. Scheman A. Smith, what percentage of the survivor pool would you guess had the commanders last night? It's a great question. Uh, I'm going to guess that a I, I would imagine they'll be the third highest pick. Just like just like they were in terms of the point spread. I don't know that they'll be more than that, but I would yeah. think they'd be the third highest someone sent me something where they were a massive percentage of theirs. I
5: wouldn't be surprised if it's near
4: you think more more than third highest?
5: 30 like 35 40% of the pool.
4: Yes, I would agree with that. It's funny though. It's one of those things too cuz my again, I'll use my buddy Tommy in DC who we were, he was doing his own where he's like, oh, "I can't do it." I have to take my, like, again, he'd rather just still be alive for one more week or whatever. He doesn't even look ahead. Next week, he's going to come and go oh, man, I can't use Miami. I used them already. I, I mean, to, you know, to put myself in those people's shoes yeah. for a minute, yeah. I've, I've done Survivor for
5: three straight years now. Yeah. I don't think I've made it past week six or week five. So, right. you know, maybe if I wanted to get a little bit more pink for my puck on the action, <laughs> I should start <laughs> doing that. But, yeah. <laughs>
4: hey, Listen. It, it, like you said, but, but I'm like, at the end of the day, it's just advice. You do you. Yeah, but I
5: I feel like I've yeah. approached it a lot like you do. and yeah. It's trying to play it all optimally, at least in my mind, throughout the course of a season. I don't it's if you make it through five weeks. It's great. But that's not what, that's not the goal of what you're
4: trying to get done here. Yeah. Um, let's continue with the game, shall we? Before we get back to all the yeah, other stuff, Ravens and Steelers, we got Dr. Bob coming up to talk college football. Jason Weingarten on baseball as well. Ravens and Steelers. I did not have a play here. Kenny Pickett looked like he was not going to be available for this. Looks like he's going
5: now uh, in this game. It, it does. And it looks like he's going with a knee brace Ooh. out there. So for anybody like me who is on Baltimore, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. And I might be adding to the Baltimore side a little bit. It looks like it will be Pickett with a knee brace going, which I think is the worst possible outcome you could have had of you know between a healthy Kenny
4: Pickett, healthy Mitch
5: Trubisky, yeah, or roll out Kenny Pickett with a bum knee with a brace on it, I feel like that is about the worst thing
4: this team. That's a lot of these teams have to have to make that assessment, right? Like yeah. the Bengals last week was a was a compromised Joe Burrow better than Jake Browning? Maybe he was. And I don't w- know. And we'll get to that what game, that? obviously. What say about Jake Browning? Yeah, yeah, he's
5: had weird quotes this week, too, about, like, this is the best he's felt and stuff. I, yeah. Um, Baltimore, though, Baltimore injury side of things, you're get, they're getting a lot of these guys. I don't say a lot because they have a lot of injuries, but you're getting some of their important guys back or to practice. So it looks like, uh, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, who else? Marlon Humphrey. A lot of these guys could end up going this week that we haven't seen in a couple weeks. So I am on Baltimore. I laid the four points. Um, I know there is some crazy stat out there of uh, when Ravens Steelers meet, and it's more than three or something like that. The dog is covered 99.9% of the time, yeah. basically. Uh, but yeah, I'm laying the four heading into Pittsburgh. I don't trust the Steelers offense there's a, There's
4: also that stat that the week after you play the, the Ravens in this game or something like that. It's something right. like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cincinnati at Arizona, which is the one that I was incredulous about on Guessing Line, Cincinnati now three, three, got to two and a half during the show yesterday and immediately bounced back to the three. Um, we, had a, we had a spirited discussion about this on uh, the Megapod. By the way, the Megapod is so good this week uh, with Eric Eager um, from Sumer Sports. We got into uh, all kinds of Different discussions on this. By the way, can I just read you two uh, two megapod tweets real quick, yeah. uh, and then you Because I don't even know if these are compliments at the end. Uh, this one is from uh, just to follow Vison Maybe the most ADD pod I've listened to yet, and it's been years of megapods. <laughs> great, still great. I just wondered if I accidentally skipped uh, 30 seconds sometimes with all the weaving in and out of subjects. It was like red zone megapod today. <laughs> Uh, which I like, and then this was from uh, where is the other one? Well, I'll find the other one coming up. Uh, but someone said, "Oh, J- Grateful Mouse." Since recreational marijuana became a thing here in Maryland, the Megapod <laughs> podcasts have been epic. <laughs> so I don't know if those are compliments at all. But anyway, we had it. Uh, <laughs> figured I read them. That was great. It's, so I don't know, uh, Eric Eagle. We got into all kinds of discussions. I'll talk to you about the Eagles, which I teased earlier. But in this one, like he really believes that the Cardinals are the quintessential. Play really well, but just enough to lose team. And then once like midseason hits, they're going to fall off a cliff, fall off a yeah. cliff, and they're going to have the number one pick, he says. Wow, okay. How about that? All right. Might be right. I was going to ask, I wanted to hear what what Eager had to
5: say about it, because, I mean, look, there is there is a lot of things that are tough to explain right now with the Cardinals. Right. Like that is we we, we've talked about like this is amazing what they're doing. I can't really explain it. I can't explain how a backup quarterback walks in, you know, seven weeks ago, picks up a clipboard and operates this offense as smoothly as he does. Um, you and I are both on the Cardinal side. Wait, what do you have three and I, half? I have
4: plus four. You have four. I have oh, you four. Have four. While have we were doing half. that segment, it was still available. Yeah, you,
5: yep. you, I have three and a half. I I thought Drew's uh, take on this game was great. When we had him on Tuesday, I went back in. That, that my bigger bet in this game is under forty five. There's forty four and a half, forty five available. I like that actually better than even even than the Cardinals side. Um, I, I think that that one could. There's multiple paths to that getting home, so that that's actually my biggest bet of the week he is the under
4: in this game. Under, I'm you're Oppo. I'm not a huge total. Scott. You're Oppo, Doctor Bob, by the way. Yeah, oh, great. That's uh, let, let me tell you what. Not to regurgitate the entire Megapod, I urge everybody to go listen to beating the book after those wonderful endorsements. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> endorsements yeah. that I just gave um, Philadelphia at the Rams. So Philadelphia is a four-point favorite. A lot of people are like, "Oh, why is that so low?" Eager had a very interesting opinion about the Eagles. Okay. Eager about the Eagles. And by the way, Philadelphia fans, again, don't I'm just the messenger on this, don't go crazy. Because they already because I already refer to their Super Bowl win as Super Bowl win using replay rules from the future, which they don't like. But Eager's point was this. He goes, and, and I by the way, I have the Eagles power rated sixth. So of that of the elite six, they are my bottom one. Yeah, and I think I dropped them to five. Okay. So his point is, let's go back to last year, he says, where they famously just lose to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. He said, Name me the best team they beat. And the answer is week one against the Detroit Lions. His point is that when they beat Dallas, Cooper Rush was playing quarterback. And obviously, when they beat the Niners in the playoffs, it was the Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, everybody got hurt game, which you can't really assess at all. And then this year, if you go through those four games, they're 4-0. And yes, they've banked the wins. But if you go through the Eagles' four victories, you can kind of... You look at each of them and be like, uh, oh, I don't know. New England the first week. Remember, they they got out to the lead via turnovers and then held on for dear life. Yep. Minnesota, they won by one score. And that was the game where Justin Jefferson fumbled it through the end zone, mm-hmm. which, again, we had a whole discussion about that stupid rule.
5: Which, and you know, you look back now, New England's offense is absolutely terrible. Yes. And Minnesota's, Minnesota's defense is absolutely terrible.
4: Then they beat Tampa Bay and people will be like, oh, they beat Tampa Bay by two touchdowns. Remember, until late in the first half, that game was nip and tuck. Yep and then Hurts hits uh, I can't remember who it was AJ Brown I want to say with a touchdown maybe it wasn't AJ Brown but at the end of the first half and then Washington remember they if Terry McLaurin is correctly ruled in bounds in overtime maybe they lose that game yeah. so anyway his point and and he said he's like think about it Kirk Cousins came back on him uh Sam Howell came back on him he said, and he said last year, he goes, think about it. Like, guys like James Bradbury, they got like such outlying great performances from certain people on the Eagles. Anyway, all of that to say, he actually doesn't think this line is out of whack. If anything, it's not. I'm just paraphrasing. But that was his take on the Eagles, which I thought was a. An interesting way to put them in context, mm-hmm. anyway. That's one of the many topics we get into on the I, Megapod. I
5: think it's a it's a great discussion. I think it's been one of the interesting storylines early on in the year. Right? Is, is the Eagles team? This this Eagles team is undefeated. How good really are they? Yeah. I, I think that is a real question. Comes out of this game. This is this is one that's a pretty easy pass for me. I think this line is is pretty accurate. Uh, I mean, you play the whole three points for home field. I mean, which I don't know. We should be doing that in L. A. But you're, you know, if we if we do that and flip it back to Philly, you're talking about Philly laying ten against the Rams at home. Um, like that feels aggressive cooper cup looks like he will be back and playing in this game yeah so uh anybody looking at the rams here i I don't i don't hate it
4: uh sean McVay's dream of sabotaging puka nakua's season is in full effect now (laughs) yeah i guess i lead a little to the eagle's side but this is a complete pass for me why wasn't puka nakua targeted the same way in games three and four as he was in games one and two it's it's it for those of us who have nakua tickets we're like what are you doing Uh, We'll get to the rest of those games and Kelly's uh, alternate season win totals. But next, Dr. Bob. He's got a college football play and a pro football play. And once again, we are Oppo.
0: That's on the other side. Numbers Game. VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury Numbers game on VSINT, the sports betting
3: network.
4: Basketball season is ready to tip off, and the VSINT experts have been hard at work tracking the latest player moves to help you bet smarter. Become a VSINT Pro subscriber today and get our all new NBA betting guide featuring up to date previews at all 30 teams, futures, and year long player props, best bets on player awards like Rookie of the Year, live betting strategies, plus strategy and advice on building your own NBA betting model from senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel. The Jonathan Von Model, if you will, give yourself an edge this season and get the Veasan NBA betting guide by becoming a Veasan Pro subscriber today at Veasan.com/slash subscribe. And Kelly once again will have thoughts on alternate season win totals. A piece that he uh, had in the betting guide. We'll talk about it here on the show today.
5: Yep. Yeah. That uh, did that in a bit. Wrote up live betting strategies. uh, Went through a bunch of the guide last night. A lot of great work from everybody involved. Zach Cohen, uh, Adam Burke, uh, obviously JVT doing a ton. 25 team previews in that thing.
4: I did bet Scoot plus 460 to win Rookie of the Year. I like it. It. I like it.
5: Yeah. Good Rookie of the Year article in there by Zach. uh, Nice. I think it kind of went that way. So I like it. Oh, okay.
4: I did not know that. Uh, this man knows a thing or two about the NBA, about college basketball, about college football. He knows a thing or two about everything. Uh, from Doctor Bob Sports and drbobsports.com, it's Doctor Bob Stoll. Everybody, how you doing, Bob? Well, I'm doing all right. How are you guys? I'm doing very well. By the way, uh, Carl Sack Guru is still doing your NBA, correct?
2: Yes. I suppose so. Okay, right. <laughs> we're sort of on a year-to-year basis. I, he yeah. just lets me know like a week before the season starts whether yeah. he's in or out. And <laughs> he he <laughs>
4: we'll he is spectacular. By the way, he is spectacular. Really, for uh, uh, he's just one of the best in anything. I would say, uh, Carl Sack, NBA guru. So hopefully he is uh, with you again. Uh, how has your college football season gone, sir, so far?
2: Well, I am, I am down. And a lot of it is, and you've been on these, um, a lot of it's like, uh, you know, just like the other night, I had a three point favorite middle Tennessee state. They outgained their, they outgained Jacksonville state by 155 yards and 1.6 yards per play. Had a 23, seven halftime lead and then turnover, 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 like, you know, easy touchdown, easy touchdown. like, what are you supposed to do when you pick teams that outgain their opponents by 155 yards and they're favored by three and they don't win the game. And we had, you know, Louisiana Lafayette against Buffalo, giving up, uh, inter, you know, defensive touchdowns and onside kicks and not covering it. I've had four of those games and I've had one lucky win. So right now the luck has not been on my side, but if I keep, you know, handicapping the way I've been, I think it's all going to work out. But right now I'm down and hoping the luck will turn around or luck. If the luck is just neutral. I'm going to win. So, uh, right now, it's been a little bit against me.
4: Okay. Uh, fair enough. That's a fair assessment. What do you got in college football? You like one play specifically for us?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of plays this weekend. But uh, one that I thought um, was well still in range. A lot of them moved out of range after I released them. But I like Rutgers getting the points against Wisconsin. I mean, general rule for, for double-digit conference favorites with big totals is, I mean, with low totals is, you know, points are worth more when the total is low. And and just the general rule is uh, co- double-digit conference road underdogs are 61% against the spread when the over-under total is 46 or less. Now that's a big sample, 223, 143, and 16. That's a simple trend that makes sense. Double-digit conference road dogs, 61% against the spread when the total is 46 or less. That's not why I'm betting, with, betting uh, Rutgers here. I just think Rutgers, I just think Wisconsin is an overrated team. Uh, the new coaching staff, the defense has not been very good. The offense seems to be okay, but it's really not. They're, they've averaged 6.2 yards per play, but they faced a group of teams that would allow 6.2 yards per play to an average team. And their defense um, has, has not been that good. 0.3 yards per play better than average. Normally that Wisconsin defense is elite, but that is not the case this year with the new coaching staff. Um, they were lucky to, Cover the spread, maybe even win the game against Georgia Southern. They got outgained, and had, were plus six in turnovers. Then against Purdue, they they seemingly won that game pretty easily, but they were outgained by Purdue yards and yards per play. Outgained by uh, the Boilermakers in that game, plus two in turnovers. Um, some some questionable uh, refereeing, uh, instant replay calls, if I recall. Um, they lost the Washington State. Just, I mean, they're they're just not a good team, and Rutgers is solid. Um, not great offensively, but solid on defense and offensively the, you know, when they can run the ball, they've been okay. And, um, they, they prefer to run the ball And Wisconsin is 0.5 yards per rushing play worse than average defending the run. And when Rutgers has played teams, they didn't obviously couldn't move the ball against Michigan because Michigan stopped the run, but the, the games they played against teams that are average or worse defending the run, they've scored 24 against Northwestern, 36 against Temple and 35 points against Virginia Tech. So they can score some points when they can run the ball effectively, and I think they'll be able to do that here. Um, So I think uh, getting uh, now thirteen or thirteen and a half—it's sort of in between Uh, thirteen or more on Rutgers is a a play for me.
4: All right, Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey, uh, taking the points versus Wisconsin. Sunj, copyright Christopher Falika on that on Rutgers. All right, now you have an NFL play, and I'm anxious to hear your uh, your dissertation on this. What do you like here?
2: Well. Atlanta's looked really bad on offense the last two weeks, and that's sort of a reason to play them here. Um, NFL teams that score single digits in back-to-back weeks tend to be pretty good. And, and, and this is, you know, Atlanta's offense is predicated on running the ball when they can't run the ball the play action does or nothing works for them. If they can't run the ball uh, the last two weeks, when they scored just 13 total points, they've gone against Detroit and Jacksonville. Both of those teams rank in the top three in run defense success rate. So it just was not a good matchup. The Texans run defense is 29th in, in, in our ratings. Um, and the Falcons should be able to get, uh, you know, run the ball and get back on track in general. Also, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback, uh, is much better in zone coverage. His, uh, his uh, yards per pass attempt. Uh, against zone is 34% higher than it is versus man defenses. So he is a zone quarterback. Houston plays zone defense 86% of the time, which is the fourth highest rate in the league. So it's a really good matchup for Atlanta. Uh, plus the tight ends should get open and Atlanta likes to go to their tight ends. They have two good tight ends. Um, they target tight ends a league leading 37% of the time. And the Texans allow 58% success rates to tight end. So it's a good matchup for Atlanta's offense. And as I mentioned, teams that have struggled offensively, back-to-back weeks tend to do good. Um, those teams are 49, 18, and 2 against the spread. Teams that, that scored 9 or less in consecutive weeks, 49, 18, and 2 against the spread the last 15 years. And 59% of those games go over. So it's a, the a case of the offense rebounding. And I think the situation is really good for them to rebound here. Um, so I, I, like, uh, I like Atlanta here. Plus Texas' offense. Uh, they like to run the ball. They, they're fourth, uh, in the league and, and situation adjusted run play rate. So they like to run the ball. Falcons defense leads the league in expected points added per rush negative 0.2 for, uh, points every time you try to run it against Atlanta. So I think that's a really good matchup spot and, and the, our model favors the Falcons by 4.7. So yeah. uh, Atlanta's, what are they now? Minus one and a half. So a uh, good play on Atlanta at minus, uh, I two and a half or less, actually.
4: That is a. I, I will admit that is a compelling argument, and in and I, I realize this is a game where Desmond Ritter is not required to do as much based on what you just said. The running game emphasized as well as passing to tight ends. But where do you have Desmond Ritter sort of in your quarterback ranking system? Where do you have him? <laughs> not not
2: bottom, but bottom half solidly in the bottom half. Hmm. Okay. Um, I mean, he tends to play better at home In his career in Cincinnati, he never lost a home game. And, and last year he'd never lost a home game. I think he's lost on this year, but in general he tends to play better at home anyway. So this, this is, a, I think it's a pretty good setup for, for Ritter here, especially with the tight ends getting open and being able to run the ball. So let me, we'll see, but I think I like Atlanta.
4: Let me ask you this. This was a, this something I asked of Eric Eager, Dr. Eric Eager on the, uh, on the podcast yesterday. We'll have to get you back on the podcast too, uh, Dr. Bob, but uh what teams in the NFL thus far through four weeks have sort of flummoxed you the most? Meaning you just don't have a real good read on them, or your, your, your projections of them, <clears throat> pardon me, haven't manifested in quite the way you would have thought they
2: would? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, you know, I would say, I guess Kansas City's not as good as I thought they'd be not as good as the model thought they'd be, um, you know, and, and the chargers are the chargers are a team that's frustrating because they are <laughs> a good team. <laughs> you know, they just, yeah. They just don't, they just don't get it done. And it's like, you guys are a good team. Like, you know, I don't understand. You know, and they actually still rank ninth in my, in my ratings, you know, even though they've struggled. That's where so I had them. Ninth It's exactly yeah. where I had them. Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind Our of tenth. like yeah, get get it together. And I do think they're going to end up being a good team. So, yeah. we'll, we'll see. I but mean, I, I think going down the road it will be fine. I had him
4: <laughs> Pardon me. I had them 10th just to be clear, but it's nice I guess what it what's nice about that Bob and I mean this in a in a in a good way, not in, in any sort of uh, you know, tongue in cheek way. It's nice to know that someone who is knee-deep in analytics has the same frustrations with that team as those of us who might not be as immersed in them, that they're just frustrating no matter how you slice you know, this one up. So that's yeah,
2: it's it's one of those situations where I mean, if you just look at this year only, they're in the middle of the pack. They're half a point better than an average team in in advanced in predictive metrics. This year only, they they played worse than that on the scoreboard, it seems. But going forward, they should be you know yeah. you know tenth, 9th, tenth rated team in the league. Well, they we'll should see. be. I think the market still <laughs> the market still thinks they will be. So I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything that you know the whole market yeah. doesn't already think. Yeah. I I think the market has them right, right around where I do. What could you know, go we'll
4: wrong. Say. What could go wrong, <laughs> yeah.
2: Bob? Thank you. Well, I, I, well you could, you Bob, could, you could outgain your opponent by 155 yards and lose the game. Yeah, that you, could go yeah, wrong. You in could do. That. Yeah, it does. Jason weingarten
4: is next.
3: A numbers game on v the sports betting network.
4: Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket, $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use promo code VEGAS when you sign up DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. George Zornick. Yes, he's uh, asking about what I talked about in the first segment. He goes, hypothetically, then. If this was a 1 p.m. Sunday game and the Bears game ended at 3:58 <laughs> yes. Eastern, while say the Panthers won at 4:01, also a winner? Yes, yes. Uh, and Jeffrey Benson uh, jumps in there and shows him the uh, word-for-word uh, uh, rules on this. Again, that's when it says "last winner." Unlike some other sports books, they actually take their things literally. Right? It says "last win," so I. I it is. It is sort of counterintuitive. Even Kelly and I, like when we brought yeah. when I brought this up Monday, I was like, "Wait, does this mean that? Does this mean that if Chicago wins on Thursday, I win my Panthers bet?" We kind of both jumped to assuming, yeah, that and then kind of thought more about it afterward. And I was like, yeah. "Well, that doesn't make sense because exactly what the scenario we just <laughs> because if this team ends at three fifty eight, no, that's that's how they graded here. How they graded elsewhere? Totally could be totally it, different. It's an
5: interesting house yeah. rules thing to me because yeah. it is. I think it." I, I have no, I don't have a problem either way it, 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 with, either, you know, sports book doing it, handling it either way. It's just. Right. Uh, like you say, you just got to make sure this stuff is, hey, if you're betting on this stuff, make sure you know these kind of rules, if you get especially getting a week like this.
4: And then dueling survivor opinions. This is from Brett Liedka. He says, saving optimal teams in Survivor for down the road isn't the best strategy because the odds of a 10-point favorite losing in Week 15 are equivalent to that of a 10-point favorite. Losing in Week 5, Thanksgiving Day week not included, that must be planned for. Well, that's what I'm talking about, Brett. That I'm not right. playing Detroit yeah. because of Thanksgiving primarily. And... Again, every, no one is focusing on the fact is if, if I had four weeks where I was set up well, you play that different for the four weeks if you're not set up well. And I, had, I was chalk make chalkers in the whole way through. So that's why I played the way I played. Uh, Todd at uh, Carn- Carnarcy Born 65. Gil, been in Survivor for a long time and play it just like you. Here's why we play it right. Last year, we lost with the Bills versus Jacksonville, and the year before with the Rams versus the Jets. Both were late season games. I submit that over 90% of people would have wanted our position. Of course they would have. Of course they would have. It's not going to always work out that way, though. Yeah. So, anyway, Survivor, everybody's got their thoughts, and I hope that you are still alive in Survivor and you can get to the promised land. But like I said, I ain't got nothing to be upset about uh, with Carolina being the last winless team. Let's go under a cloud of smoke, Southern California. With Jason Weingarten at Spreadopedia, who was the first person among many to warn me yesterday, Gil Dick Butkus died. You can't possibly play Washington. Jason Weingarten joins us now. How you doing, Jason?
3: Yeah, that's uh, it's funny how that that worked out. I don't know how much credit you can give to Dick Butkus or Dick Butkus dying, <laughs> that's but you up, know the yeah Dick Butkus bears did. Won my Carolina
4: bet for me. That's what it came down to. Thank you, Dick Butkus. RIP, by the way. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Um, OK, so you also got like literally because Kelly was asking about this, because I mentioned this, that you had texted this earlier. This is like, do you, uh, tell me the truth. How much do you firmly believe in superstitions like that, where you're like, I got to get off my Washington bed. You literally
3: ah. got off your Washington bed. As
4: soon as you heard that, do you believe in stuff like that?
3: Well, I mean, it's like the whole thing about like gamblers aren't superstitious. And then like you ever hang out with somebody and they're like, you can't do that. You can't sit there. You can't <laughs> say that. You even, know, even, do- it, like, even
4: Jason, <laughs> let me interru- I'm sorry to interrupt you. Even Dr. Bob, who we just have on. Dr. Bob is the most model driven numbers robot you will ever meet in your life. And I swear he was like on a five or six game winning streak in the NBA. One day we went to this place called uh a uh, blue barn in San Francisco, which has the most overpriced salads in the world. By the way, shout out to Blue, blue Barn. Uh, and, and we were, blue And we were sitting, and we were sitting in the corner. I was on the right. He was on the left. And then one day, I had the, he had a five game winning streak. I had the audacity to sit in the other. He goes, no, 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 just sit over there. <laughs> That's Bob. That's so awesome. I mean, you're 100 percent right,
3: Jason. In that respect, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you ask every guest on your show, they'll they'll have a story like that about doing something or you know something they they won't do. Um, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I thought Washington was the right side last night. I saw a lot of the bets I saw were all in Washington, you know, Washington minus five and a half. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't really think Dick Buckus had anything to do with anything, but I just, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy off this game. I actually, I went out to dinner. Um, good for you. I did. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, well, I didn't watch the game. I, I did follow almost the whole game on the, the box, the live box score yeah. um, as most people do. Wish I had done that. Watched every damn play. Um,
4: okay. But, uh, well, first of all, what's your favorite uh, before we get to baseball real quick, what's your favorite NFL bet this weekend? Do you have one?
3: Uh, not much NFL, but I did, I did bet some college this morning. Oh, what'd you get? Got, what'd got you a college plays. i like. Um real, real big on Arkansas this week. Arkansas versus Ole Miss getting eleven and a half points. Ole Miss played, Alabama and LSU back to back, which is pretty tough uh, back to back week schedule. Now they got to cover 11 and a half points. If you saw the last game, the the LSU game last weekend, it was like, you know, your your plinko kind of thing, back forth, back forth, back forth, just Mm -hmm. so much scoring. I I think uh, Ole Miss probably gonna be a little tired this week. You get 12, it's showing on the screen. I think I think almost probably wins, but I'll take 12 points with Arkansas, you know, coming off the Alabama LSU back to back. All right. I think it's a good. Good spot.
4: You had Jason Weingart with an SEC play on their bingo card today. I am. Mark it down. All right. Uh, Major League Baseball division round. I was joking earlier. It seems like it's been a week since the <laughs> since the wild card round. Uh, once a, once a football game hits, you just forget baseball. Not you, though. What are your thoughts on all four of these series? Have you made bets on all?
3: I bet the uh, Orioles series price minus 130. Or yeah. It was minus one thirty, I think. Wait, against this, uh what, minus one
4: thirty minus one thirty was the game one price. They were more of a coin flip on the series, weren't they?
3: They got up to about minus one thirty. I see one twenty five right now. Right now, okay. Earlier they were right. You got the fire alarm going off again. Oh, you noticed? <laughs> I was trying to act like I didn't notice. All right, go, go ahead. What else? What um, else you got? Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, I have not bet Twins Astros series. I think the Astros probably win that in the end. We I hopefully get an Orioles. Uh, Astros, ALCS um, I'm thinking about laying the Dodgers, haven't done that yet I think the Dodgers sweep, honestly uh, I'm looking for some Dodgers win 3-0 props and Phillies Braves I can't convince myself to lay either side of this series price mm. I think I, I, I don't think the Braves necessarily win this yeah, that's it's baseball, man. And the Phillies are I, good. everyone keeps that's the thing. It's they're the defending World Series champions are great. They might run through the playoffs. They, they they very well might run through the playoffs. They very well might, you know, lose this this series to the Phillies. Phillies aren't bad. You know, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the Phillies just because they didn't win the division
4: yeah and uh, we've said it a million times it's the most random of postseasons. it is i mean you just
3: any any one of these eight teams can conceivably win the world series or end up in the world series maybe not the twins but hell even the twins i mean you know like like nothing wrong with them they got three good pitchers they made it to the playoffs and nobody really challenged them in their own division it's Decent team. Yeah, we had Joe Sheehan on yesterday, Jason. He said twins over the Dodgers in the World Series. So that's that probably pays a, a big price if you're you're getting a bet that. Yeah. Um, who do you have in the World Series? What's your exacta? Baltimore, Baltimore Dodgers, uh Baltimore over Dodgers, Dodgers over Baltimore. That's right. You have uh, both of them. Both of them. Okay. Haven't haven't added anything else to that yet. I was thinking of maybe adding like a Philly versus Baltimore or something. It's crazy to think like you know oh i'm I'm very sold on Baltimore potentially being a World Series team you know coming off a you know wasn't wasn't very long ago they were losing hundred games a season trust me I know yeah I mean that's but that's the thing is like I grew up on this team even I
4: don't buy into their pitching this year I think they're like a year away but like I mean anything could happen for sure so let me just re- repeat so no series play on the Phillies and the Braves but you took the favorite in the other three meaning the Orioles the Astros and uh, who am I forgetting and the Dodgers did you play any game ones tomorrow
3: no no game ones yet Uh, thinking about betting the Dodgers I I really think the Dodgers kind of roll over the the Diamondbacks Um, Mm. not not a yeah, I think the Diamondbacks you know, have done well to get here. I think they're a good team. I, I still just don't think they're going to match up against Dodgers here.
4: Are you going to play? Could wrong. Um, you could be wrong. We all could be wrong. Are you going to play your blanket? Yes. First inning run scored in all four.
3: Yeah. Uh, I, I see. I don't see any reason why not. I've not. I've not had a chance yet to see prices and everything. I won't get to that till tomorrow, but. Um, yeah, it seems to, to be the way to go still. Okay. Jason Weingarten, Major League Baseball quadruple header tomorrow.
4: Uh, then we play two games a day until Wednesday when we'll have our last quadruple header, a couple game threes and a couple game fours. And then it's double headers from that point forward. Looking forward to it, man. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it, man.
3: See you next week. Should be fun. It's always fun when you get these individual games and they start to matter. Oh, it's awesome. I lo- Nothing like October. Uh, Jason Weingarten at pedia, by the way, on uh, the Twitter machine,
4: who has been on fire, by the way, let me just say, on Twitter. Some tweets I can't repeat. Others, I'm going to use my discretion not to. How about that? Uh, Kelly's alternate season win totals in the NBA. More NFL next.
3: A numbers game on Veasan, the sports betting network.
4: Become a Veasan Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts. And guests. you'll also get unlimited access to our Veasan.com/slash-picks page, Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top Veasan experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which Veasan expert has the hot hand. For Veasan Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24/7 video access. Become a Veasan Pro subscriber today. And sign up today for only nineteen dollars. That's it, nineteen dollars for your first month at vcin.com slash subscribe. We get tweets. I only want to read a few of these because I want uh, to get to Kelly's alternate season win totals in the NBA and more NFL. Paul Zhang, did Matt find out your sushi spot and get banned from his Friday appearance? No, he just couldn't make it today. Why couldn't he make it? I don't know. Today was both chest and legs day. <laughs> I actually don't know about today. Yeah.
5: I did get a heads up from him, though, last yeah. week that he wasn't going to be here. So, yeah. I don't know if he's out we, of
4: town. Or... We didn't pry. We did not yeah, pry. Yeah. Mike Stacks. Uh, I feel good about losing on Survivor. I lost last year with the Bears beating the Patriots, and now I lose with the Bears ending a 14-game losing streak. Thank you, Chicago. Good for Eberflus. But by the way, I should say that, right? Like all the stuff, betting implications aside. Good for the Bears. Oh, yeah. Good for Matt Eberflus. Good for everybody in that organization who has taken a lot of incoming.
5: In you know, I said a first segment, but it's it's I mean, gosh, you watch that offense last night and you're like, OK, this is this is how this should operate more. Like Justin Fields is clearly way more comfortable out of the shot. Like, This is way more of a sports talk radio thing. I don't want to go there. But like these these quarterbacks don't take snaps from under center anymore. And then we act all shocked when they struggle, when they get to the NFL level where that's expected out of them. Fields just looks 10 times more comfortable back there doing, uh, you know, doing read option stuff out of the shotgun.
4: It's like I can't discuss it, though, without saying again how absolutely unacceptable that defensive performance was from Washington. Can't rush the passer getting gashed on third and sevens on the ground, receivers behind him, taking risks on the corner that always seem to get through. Anyway, uh, last one, New Jersey, New York, GV. Regarding this house rules discussion, favorite thing I've ever seen in a sports book in my life was a guy who got screwed on the infamous baseball score at the end of the last completed inning rule. Guy started a fight... <laughs> In the sports book, like a manager trying to get himself tossed. It's like Earl Weaver out there. It was <laughs> crazy. I responded to that tweet like, were they kicking, like, was it a
5: spilled yeah. ashtray kicking ash at each other like other shits? <laughs> I would,
4: yeah, I would love to see that. Oh, look, it's Earl Weaver. Uh, okay, Kelly, you uh, wrote for the NBA betting guide, among other things yep. you did, because we had an alternate season win discussion in the NFL, and we talked about how it's still the best betting vehicle there is. And you did a little research on the NBA side of things and you came up with some plays.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I'll go through this a little bit quicker because we got some NFL still to get to. All of this is in the NBA betting guide. Uh, Just wanted to go through some numbers. There are some shops, DraftKings being one of them, that have started to post all win totals in the NBA. Good on DraftKings. This is not everywhere. There there will be limited places that you can find them, uh, but they have posted all win totals and I just pulled it up right now. It looks like you know they've got one. I'll bring up the Suns real quick. Fifty-one and a half overs, minus one twenty, unders, even money. You can then slot that about four wins higher or four wins lower. Okay, like so it. you're getting a lot of about nine different options on wins that you can bet on these teams. So all he did was do, did some simple math going back the past few years in the NBA. Went back past three full seasons, so we didn't have a COVID affected uh, season, at least not too much uh, involved. And we talk about this all the time with the NFL, right? Gil, how, many, how often at the end of the season are the wins way off from where the preseason win total was? So I broke it down for the NBA. Number of teams with win totals off by three or more wins. That happened 21 with 21 teams a year ago. So over two-thirds of the, of the league, the win totals are three or more wins off of. 21 teams last year, 22 teams a year before that, 19 teams a year before that. Okay, let's increase it. How many are off by five plus wins? It was seventeen. Over half the league last year, the win totals were off by five or more wins. By what they actually ended up being, eleven the year before that, fourteen the year before that. This is all to just go go back to what we always talk about, and that the proof is there of why there is value yes. in betting these alternate win totals, and in the NBA even more when you're talking about five plus wins and you have the options at some of these books to select that many more it's almost an auto bet to either sprinkle on a win total bet or Mm. to bet instead of
4: and i'm not trying to diminish this in any way none of this should be surprising right because there's 82 games so to be off by three or five is nothing when you compare it to like 3 games in the NFL, right, 17. Exactly.
5: Yes. Yeah, you can extrapolate what that yeah. would, what what would, would really mean in the NBA. And I I stopped at 5 because that's really the only options that you can bet on. But right. okay, if half the league is hitting right. <laughs> at 5 plus wins sure, there was a ton of teams that are off by 15, 20 wins. Um so Anyway, that's, it's a long way of saying, hey, there's a lot there's a lot out there with a lot of value that if you have the option to bet these, if you're an NBA win total better already, you should absolutely be adding these to your portfolio as well. Some of the ones I'll just go through quickly, some of the ones that I would uh, hit. And I, I'm hoping some of the shops here in Vegas open these up because I would like to bet them right they now. They will eventually. Yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah. I just don't have any access to them. So I did bet the Nuggets under 53 and a half. Uh, if you went down to if you went over to DraftKings, took that down to under 50 and a half. That takes it to plus 215. I would certainly add that along. Uh, the Bulls is an under I played this year, 37 and a half. I think there's a lot of questions of what that team's going to do with some of their star pieces. I bet the under 37 and a half. Take that down to 34 and a half. That hits at plus 180 Raptors under 36 and a half. Take it down to 32 and a half. That's plus 205 um, Hornets is one I threw on there just of a that's a team. I would just play the alt on. I think there is a there is a chance that Miles Bridges comes back to this team. This team actually makes it makes takes a huge step forward this year. I would just play the alt on that alt over thirty five and a half plus two fifty. Another way with all the options you get at DraftKings are to win these X amount of games plus,
4: right? I like that.
5: Pelicans are another team. I wouldn't be playing over or under what their regular win total is because we hit on, you know, I was obsessed with this team last year, Gil, when Zion was in the lineup. And when they were playing well, you're talking about a top six team offensively and defensively by the time Christmas hit with Zion in the lineup. So if Zion's there and healthy, this team can be really good. So if he's not, they're going to be a lot what you saw last year. So if I'm betting an over, the only way I'm betting over is
4: an alt over and get the va- uh, bang for your buck. There. The bang for your buck is everything I did it with the Giants and Washington in, in uh, alternate season win totals this year in the NFL. If you're going to have your money tied up, it's the old macroeconomics 101, an opportunity cost. So you can't use that money to, to make other bets. Right. You want bang for your buck if you're going to wait that long. You really do. Uh, by the way, this text in from uh, Steve Fezzik, I just want to point this out. Uh, Steve Fezzik says, um, I've never seen you look like this without a reason. Another promise fallen through. Another season passes by you. Don't those sound like a song he does? He says, opening lyrics from the song Big Country sums up one's feelings when eliminated from Survivor. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <you> oh. <laughs> like at first I was like, really, do I not look this bad? Oh, it's a song. Uh, OK, NFL. NFL. By, the way, by the way, all of that in the NBA betting all guide. All of that
5: in the NBA guide. I go through it a little bit more thoroughly. So yes,
4: download it now. Get it right now at All right. Jets at Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half. I like the Jets as a teaser leg. I. That's the only way I could go in that game. Yeah. Kansas City at Minnesota. The Chiefs down to a three and a half point favorite here.
5: Vikings taking uh, a lot of a lot of sharp action, if you will. I know, I know
4: <laughs> who, who who is like I gotta bet the Vikings.
5: Well, I think there's you know you look at the turnover you know unluck they've had so yeah. far in the in the in the red zone. I get it. Chiefs, I think you could talk about a little bit like we were talking about the Eagles earlier, right? Like they're winning games. How many are they looking that impressive in though? That offense is still trying to find. Uh, I find a groove. I think I don't. Yeah. This is a stay away for me.
4: Total stay away. Total stay away.
5: I, if I, a th- I mean, if, I, if this hit three, would you jump in on Kansas City? Oh yeah.
4: Okay. Without question. I think I will too, lightly. But I don't. Think and, I mean, there. I get it. All the things you're saying about the Chiefs, I totally get. But it's like I wouldn't rush to bet the Vikings either. <laughs> I mean, right. Sunday night is the marquee matchup of the weekend. Cowboys at Niners. Now, like with. Houston, Atlanta, and Tennessee, Indianapolis, I feel like I'm opposite everybody. So we had, again, Megapod shout, beating the book of Megapod, where all podcasts are distributed. Eric Eager, the guest with Will Hill, Todd Wishnev, and I this week. We had a couple people that were on the Cowboys, plus three and a half. It's now three on the Niners. I bet the Niners minus three. Um, and I feel, again, like I'm oppo some experts out there. But I I just don't feel like I can trust the Cowboys in this situation. So I'm on the Niners. Um, th- this is one. This is a I get it. If
5: it was yeah. if I didn't have to pay for the three, I'd probably be on the 49ers. This is this line's dead on to me. This, this is kind of like the the early London game. Yeah, I probably got the 49ers was one point better than the Cowboys. OK, they're, they're laying four at home. Makes sense.
4: And by the way, Monday night. The line reflects this, but to the answer to the question, which game would you want no part of? Packers, Raiders is about as good as an answer for me as any.
5: I think the Packers might end up as my second leg in that teaser.
4: Really? Yeah, now that it's swung back to the Raiders. I don't hate hate a teaser. Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. now that it's swung back to the Raiders being small favorites in that game, I might end up playing
4: that. So it's it's Titans, Texans, Cardinals, and Niners as far as bets I actually have in the account. And let me just repeat what I said at the very, very top of the show, which is I feel less confident about this week than I have thus far this season.
5: Okay. I got Colts Money One. I would not bet that now though. That was an opening line bet. I did bet Anthony Richardson any time touchdown and over his rushing prop, which I like both of those still. Um, and then Ravens laid four with them. Uh, Cardinals three and a half. We were both on that side together. Yeah. The
4: Bengals Cardinals under 45. Oh, Cardinals four I do love. Let me just repeat that. Best
0: bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.